When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Matt Bovee from It's Always Game Day in Buffalo. This NFL offseason, we can fit 25 hours in a day, and that's because of podcasts that make you more productive. When you're folding laundry, paying bills, making omelets, or any other tasks that you've got to get done, listen while you work. Do your chores and be entertained all at the same time. It's all about the bills, the news, insight, analysis, and of course, some jokes too, on demand, so it fits into your busy schedule. Follow the It's Always Game Day in Buffalo podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Bills Mafia, we know there's only one topic every day, all Bills, all the time. And now Matt Bovee and Sal Capaccio are going really deep, talking Bills all year long, because it's always game day in Buffalo. Oh boy, did things get spicy at Bills practice on Tuesday. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of It's Always Game Day in Buffalo. Matt Bovee from Channel 7, Sal Capaccio from WGR 550. We are humming along here in training camp. The Bills back in Orchard Park, and things got very testy as they got ready for their second preseason game against the Steelers. Sal, I think this kind of happens every year in some capacity, but at least in my opinion, absolutely the most intense and spirited practice we've seen of the entire offseason. This one was good. This It was a fun practice to be at and watch from the sideline. It was. I agree with you. This is not only happens every year, it's the time of year it always happens, mm-hmm. right? I mean, it's getting closer to cut down. Now, granted, this year it's a little bit later. There's only one actual cut you have to make. Um, teams might cut down before that, but guys are fighting for jobs. They did finally hit somebody else. We're always like, they need to hit somebody else. They did finally hit somebody else. And then they brought that aggression back on the field with them on Tuesday while we were out there. Um, What is your favorite adjective to describe it? Testy, fiery. um, You said spicy, I think is what you said. Yeah. You know what? I don't know. I don't want to oversell it. Like there were not like any like major punches thrown or there was not anything like that we have never seen before. It was just how many of them there were. It, this was not like one isolated incident. This have was you like, not, wait, 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 we, we, I don't think we've seen a helmet look like it was kind of getting swung over there. Now, Tyrell I, Dodson did respond to Heather Prusak of WIVB TV who tweeted mm-hmm. out that he was swinging the helmet. He said he was tossing it back to his teammate. Yeah. I just know I saw a helmet being moved up there. <laughs> I, I did not see that specific incident happen. So okay. personally, I avoided that one. And at the same time, there's like all these different rules that we kind of have to like walk the tightrope yes. on of what we can say and what we can't say. What I'll tell you is at multiple occasions, players were separated by coaches and other teammates. And it happened at the beginning of practice, in the middle of practice, again, at the end of practice, and then again, after practice. So it was just like boom, 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 boom. And it was a lot of the offense going back at the defense and then the defense going back at the offense. I'm not exaggerating. There was a touchdown scored at the end of practice. Can we say who scored it? We probably can say it was Gabe Davis. Listen, it's it's still an open practice for the media to describe what you saw. We're not giving schematics away or anything like that. You can can say what you saw. 
it was a nice catch from Gabe Davis. Josh Allen throws a ball up. Gabe Davis makes a very nice contested catch. They celebrated for that touchdown in practice like they scored in a regular season game. They were maybe more than a regular season game. They were fired up because those two sides were going back and forth. The defense would make a big play. Then the offense would make a big play. Then the defense would make a big play. Then there would be a certain wide receiver who's very popular who would make a catch and get right up in the face of the person who was covering them. And then that jawline did not stop. And I mean, the coaches had to get involved on like multiple occasions today. So this one was, and a lot of times when these things happen, sometimes it's like the under the radar guys. Like this was not under the radar guys. Like everybody who was involved in one of these things today is going to be on the team this year. Okay, I'll just... I've already written about it, so I'm just going to tell everybody what happened. I mean, it's just and it's you, already you, out there. And it's okay. Yeah. So okay. You, I'll, I'll take it off you, and I'll just say it. All right. There was a, and I've talked about it on WGR. I was on earlier. This is on Tuesday. We're talking. I went on with Shopin the Bulldog, and I described it because this is what happens. You were at meet. We're at the practice. We're watching. Mm-hmm. There was a play where Spencer Brown and Tyrell Dotson got into it. They went to the yeah. ground. There was a whole big pile that came in on top of them. Everybody got together. At one point, I saw a helmet on top. Looked like it was being moved, swung, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I just described the interaction on Twitter. The Tyrell said he was tossing it. But it was just different to see that. Once that stopped, Josh Allen and Tyrell Dodson got into a very, very heated exchange. Yes. Which we saw this from Josh last year with Jordan Phillips. Yep. Um, he is not one to back down. We know that because on the NFL's top 100, they told us that Josh Allen does not back mm-hmm. down and he will trash talk. Okay. Everybody's dispersed. Um, they go back. They start playing. Stefan Diggs, a little while later, is being covered by Saran Neal, who makes a nice play on the ball. Mm-hmm. Steph thought, I think, by his gestures, he was held or he was interfered with. He jawed with Saran Neal. Went back. Mm-hmm. A little while later, Stefan Diggs really laid a big block on Taron Johnson. And it looked like Taron didn't appreciate it. I thought that was Gabe. I think it was Stefan Diggs. Okay. It was one of the two because after practice, they had a long talk together Mm on Diggs and then Stefan reached out his hand and they dapped each other up basically. So all Mm -hmm. was good in the meantime, there was more jawing going on when they went back to the, to the field house because you heard Josh Allen yell, which we'll get to in a second. But before all that happened, Stefan Scored a touchdown, and I'm telling you, he let the defense know he scored a touchdown. <laughs> yeah, he might it have that kind of day. He might have tossed the football with a little bit of oomph at the person who was covering him after, and uh, wanted to really let them know that they beat him on that one. So they had a couple different touchdowns there, but it was not just like a dominating day for the offense either. Like the defense had some really nice plays. Micah Hyde had an interception. And then after practice, Josh said that Micah Hyde might be the person who bothers him the most when he throws an interception <laughs> I love it. when I he's love the it. one who ultimately catches it. I love this stuff. Like, I think that yeah. this stuff makes you better. I think this stuff gets you ready to play in an actual football game. Some people are going to say like, oh, the bickering bills. Oh, look at them. Like they can't even figure it out. They can't even get along at practice. I think this is the stuff that happens with good teams. I think this is the stuff that happens when you don't do a joint practice. And one of you, you're one of the few teams that doesn't do that. I think this is one of the things when like, a lot of this happened with starters on the field and the starters have not gotten a lot of snaps. They don't get a lot of action, you know, an actual like live hitting settings. And this wasn't live, but it was 
close to it. And, you know, they only play a couple series in the preseason games. So, yeah, they're going to ramp it up a little bit more in this one. So I, I loved it. This was the most fun day of practice of all of training camp. It's not even close. Hey, everyone, this is Brett Boone. Would you know it? I've got a podcast going strong in our fourth year. Tune in as I sit down with my friends, some of the biggest names in sports, media, entertainment, for a lot of fun and in-depth conversations. As you know, baseball's been my life. It's been in the family for a long time, but it's a lot more than that here. It's sort of like taking a ride in a golf cart around a beautiful track. Join me every week for multiple episodes on the Brett Boone Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, I agree with all of that. You know, I've been around coaches my whole life. I've experienced it from all different levels. I've coached the game myself. And I'll tell you that the general feeling, this is not the 1970s anymore. This is not the 1980s anymore where, you know, every single, like, we want fights all the time and, oh, my God, and, you know, just total hardhead, meathead football, right? That's not what we do anymore. I mean, yeah. there's a there's a – there are a lot of things we know about this game and how to the respect for it, to treat each other, the injuries that go along with it. And also like practice time is valuable. You're like, mm -hmm. you don't want to waste practice time. And I'll generally say, people say, what does McDermott think about it? Well, I mean, I'm not Sean McDermott. I can't answer for him, but I will tell you the general feeling amongst coaches when things like this happen is it's great to see the intensity, but we got to make sure we get our practice done and our work done and be efficient. And we can't let it take away from our practice time. We certainly can't injure each other. Yeah. So you can be as intense all you want. You got to make sure you don't cross a line and fights are going to happen. There's going to be pushing and shoving. It's going to happen when they do. we we stop it. We get back to our spot and we go. And for that the most part that has happened today was a little bit more of the extracurriculars more than you wanted. So I'm, I'm guessing, and I don't know this again, I'm guessing when they go back on Wednesday and they look at film from the day before, or they talk about it before they go out to practice, Sean McDermott will dress, address it with his team. And he'll reiterate those things I just said. Intensity is great. We love it. Remember your brothers. Remember your family. No one's trying to hurt each other. We love the competitive spirit. Let's get our work done. Let's be efficient. Let's not have this dominate our practice time. I think that's got to be the message. And I bet you that is the message. And Josh said afterwards that like, for the most part, all of this stuff stays between the lines. But the interesting thing about Tuesday was it did, but it didn't because the jawing and the bickering all continued even after they were off of the field. And I think that was probably even more playful than it was like serious. I think they're just kind of chirping back and forth at each other and giving each other a hard time. But I mean, like it was very obvious. We're sitting there asking Josh these questions about practice and how intense it was. And in the background, you are hearing guys yelling at each other and he has to like stop his press conference and he screams at them. Hey, very loudly and then they kind of stop and then they walk the rest of the way like hey i'm gonna around. turn this car around if you don't stop like hey i'm gonna turn this car around exactly <laughs> that's the probably the first thing that most people thought of when they watched it i mean i posted not the video. You, though. i thought not just me i want to make this very clear <laughs> i was in the media room at this point practice is done and i looked at Catherine fitzgerald's from the buffalo news we have sometimes we workshop our tweets together because we have a very similar sense of humor. And I said, I've got this. This is gold, but I can't think of what to do with it. I said, I was like, I want to put it into a song, but I can't think of a song that has the tone that matches the hey that Josh Allen let out. And she, a minute later, like snapped her head back at me and was like, the Arthur theme song. 
do you watch Arthur? Did you ever watch Arthur? Did Max ever watch Arthur? Or is this like a generation it's, gap thing? Okay. So you said, you told me about this, thought I knew what you meant. And I'm going to get to that in a second. Uh-huh. I didn't know what you meant because I did okay. not watch this. Max did not watch this. What is the show you're referring to? Arthur was, I think, uh, it, well, it was a PBS show. So it was a show that like everybody basically around the country, I've, if you had a TV, I've Arthur seen, the Ar- Arthur the Aardvark. Yes, I've seen it on my TV on the scrolling. Yes, I don't think I've ever watched it. I would say Arthur was probably really big right at like, like around like 2000, like a little before okay. 2000. Before so I think it, so I think at that point I was born in 92. It's probably like eight years old. Oh, okay. You're so, good. Yeah. So my guess is like, it was kind of, cause I remember watching Arthur and I remember, I think my sister watching Arthur too. Mm-hmm. So that was like, kind of like right at those like peak of like innocent young children's television shows. And then eventually, you know, you kind of graduated to like Nickelodeon or Disney uh-huh. channel or cartoon network or, the shows that hit a little bit more flair, not a lot of flair in Arthur. You don't remember from a couple of years ago, the viral thing of the fist. It was like a cartoon fist shaking. So showing somebody get mad. That was Arthur. Yes. That was Arthur. Oh, that's Arthur's I, I always fist. thought that was maybe Simpsons. No, that's Arthur. That okay. Fist uh, no, that we're, a, we're a Paul, Paul patrol family pal. Okay. That's what we watched. Paw patrol. I'm excited yeah. Because from what I've been told, Bluey is pretty good. And I think my daughter is going to kind of be, she's only five months right now. So TV is not a thing yet. But when TV does become a thing and I need the distraction or I need her to be distracted, I've heard Bluey slaps. So I'm excited for Bluey. I I agree. I've heard the same thing. I never watched it. It's a little past and he's older. But by the time she's ready to watch TV, it might be something new. I think these things come and go very, very quickly. All right. So. Um, when you first, when you said two things, number one, the, Hey, if I'm thinking about a song, I'm thinking about, Hey, different tone though. Hey, I, I, I hear you, but different tone. There was like a little bit too much aggression and anger when Josh did it. So there was like a lot of like, I was thinking like, Ho, Hey, by the Lumineers and like, that doesn't work. And then I was thinking like, you could do the shout song with like the, Hey, like there's a lot of different things. But the tone was so aggressive, and in the Arthur theme song, it isn't aggressive, but it like kind of comes out of nowhere. So that's why for this one, it was like very slapstick, and it kind of worked. Okay, it didn't so, kind of work; it did work. Here's the other part of this: you have now referenced this as the Arthur theme song a couple of times. Yeah, you said it earlier. You said it now. If you ask anybody around my age, go ask your mother, Mister mm-hmm. Bobay what the Arthur theme song is. And I guarantee you, your mom will say, this is the Arthur theme song. I have no idea what this is. It's Christopher Cross. It's a song from, it's called The Best That You Can Do, and it's from the movie Arthur with Dudley Moore, and it's called the Arthur theme song. Okay, we're I gonna. Thought end- you meant that? No, I have no idea what that is, and I've See? never heard of that. Um, I'm, so- I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We got off football real quick, but let me ask you this: favorite television theme song? Do you have one? Is there one Cheers. that immediately comes to Maybe. mind? Cheers. Cheers. Sure, that comes to mind right away. Friends is great. I got a bunch. Ooh. Uh, um. Maybe though, the greatest American hero. That's awesome too. I think mine's The West Wing. 
Um, you ever watch the West Wing? No, it's a different discussion altogether. I haven't, unfortunately, and I need to, I know. Oh, the music, the intro to that is so good. Also, okay, the, can we also get back to this Sopranos. Arthur theme song? How do you not, you say Arthur theme song, Matt, like the Arthur theme song is something to a lot of people, not your generation. That's something totally different to them. Sure. But most of the people who would see the video that I posted are closer to my generation's age and would probably think of Arthur the yes. Aardvark than Arthur whoever you are talking about. It's a movie. It's a great movie. It's Dudley Moore. When he's, we're done, uh, when we're done recording, when we're done recording this podcast, we will put out a poll and say, when you hear Arthur theme song, yes. what do you think of? And it's either Arthur the Aardvark or Dudley Moore, whoever that fine gentleman is. It's at, Dudley Moore's the actor. It's Christopher Cross. We can get lost between the moon and New York City. That's the lyrics to the song. I love that song. All right, we got to. You're like speaking a different language. All right, I let's know. let's put a bow on this conversation, and then we'll talk about football again.